Hello, and welcome to Reflections, 5-Minute Encouraging Biblical Stories. We got to start Psalm 79 in our last episode. It told us about a terrible time the psalmist was experiencing, where God's temple was defiled, people were killed, Jerusalem was destroyed to heaps, and the inheritance that God gave to his people was taken by the heathen. In that moment, the psalmist doesn't turn inward to his ability to get out of the situation or what earthly powers could solve the situation. Instead, he turns to God and asks, how long will God be upset, allowing this to continue? This flows into asking God to see the terrible things that are happening and bring destruction to those who are perpetrating it. The next verse, though, then asks God not to lay former sins against the charge of the psalmist, instead letting mercy prevail and rapidly coming to help. This led to a discussion about how the psalmist here is modeling for us a way to come before our Father. Instead of just asking for assistance and not acknowledging any part we may have played to get to where we are, recognizing that we have sinned and asking that God not hold that to our account. Asking he cover it with mercy, see our current plight and assist. Requesting that the sin be washed away in his name, be saved and delivered from the evil of our sin, but also the situation. I know I get caught just asking for God to help, not stopping to think or tell him about the part I may have played to get to the situation. So this was a good reminder to also confess when asking for assistance in certain situations where it might be appropriate. Let's jump in here to see what we have to learn in this episode from Psalm 79. Psalm 79.10 Wherefore should the heathen say, Where is their God? Let him be known among the heathen in our sight by the revenge of the blood of thy servant which is shed. Let the sighing of the prisoner come before thee. According to the greatness of thy power, preserve thou those that are appointed to die, and render unto our neighbors sevenfold into their bosoms their reproach, wherewith they have reproached thee, O Lord. So we thy people and sheep of thy pasture will give thee thanks forever. We will shew forth thy praises to all generations. We just finished discussing from the last episode that the psalmist was asking for salvation from sin and from the situation he faced. Then here we see him ask God that instead of the heathen asking, where is God and why is he not helping or assisting his people, to instead come and make them realize his full power, with God being known widely for his revenge of those who were killed. This led me to think about the fact that bad things happen, but in that God is still strong and more powerful. He can, through that bad situation, show people who he is and how powerful, letting justice be known. As the next verse mentions, asking God to hear the sighing of those who are held captive. Did you then catch what the next verse says? The psalmist asked that through the great power of our Father, those that are slated to die be saved, demonstrating his powerful ability to save. This then transitions into bringing judgment up to seven times against those who brought evil to the psalmist. It strikes me as so interesting that throughout the psalms, the theme of judgment, consequences, and bringing evil to those who are doing evil is consistently mentioned. This has led me to reflect that oftentimes when I pray about bad situations, I have a tendency to ask that God save those who are being harmed. An example of this is human trafficking. I'll ask for the individuals to be saved, but forget to pray about those who are organizing and taking part in doing evil. This has led me to consider how in my prayers, I can be more direct in asking God to save, but also to bring judgment.
Is this something you already do with your prayers or something maybe you can work on as well? This last verse then ends by telling God that we will give thanks to Him forever, singing His praises from generation to generation, recognizing that as part of His flock, we can know He is there for us and on our side. Though we may be in the middle of a terrible situation, we can bring our request to Him, trust that He hears, and is going to answer in His time the best way. So, though we may not see an immediate assistance, we can still gratefully thank Him and wait on Him. That certainly is something I don't do very well. So, working to thank and praise Him, even in the tough times, is something I'm striving toward. How can you improve in this area as well? Join me in the next episode to see what we have to learn in Psalm 80.